0: Chosen Girl fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About It podcast. We are two best friends passionate about having real conversations about where real life meets the gospel. Meet us here every Tuesday
1: as we go to God's word about different topics we
0: all face. No matter if you're in the car or doing laundry around the house, we hope that you feel like you're sitting right across the table from us enjoying your Chick-fil-A
1: sweet tea. Yes, girl. We would so love if y'all would take the time to rate and subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget about our free resources on our Instagram and at thechosengirl.com. Let's get this party started. Hey guys, Sarah here, interrupting your normal Chosen Girl broadcasting to drop a little easter egg surprise in here with a promo code from our sister company Poppy's boutique if you've heard me talk about my job or even how chosen girl got its start at all then you've heard about poppies poppies is a women's boutique that offers clothing and accessories really unique styles for a not so boutique price so because you're a chosen girl listener you're going to get 15 percent off your next Poppy's order with code chosen 15 that's chosen c-h-o-s-e-n one five in all Caps, no spaces, on the poppy's Boutique website. You can shop unique, affordable boutique clothing styles at shoppoppiesboutique.com dot com. That's shoppoppiesboutique.com. P o p p i e s. Now back to our show.
0: Read us in. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's do it. Are we ready? Yeah. Are you recording? Yes. <laughs> all right let's go let's go welcome back chosen girl (laughs) fam you see the news
1: reporters like they're just like talking they're like in today's news that
0: that's exactly how this feels yes (laughs) we're back again for tell me about it tuesday yes we're so glad you're here
1: we love tuesdays we do we actually guys it's it's a great day we have chick-fil-a cups in hand
0: praise the lord praise the lord you all don't know like our lives have been so crazy the last i guess really two months a month and a half mm-hmm. two months yes. and we haven't been able to meet on um tuesdays like we normally do to record for the previous week and so whatever day we record on typically it's been sundays yes and chick-fil-a is closed on sundays which we respect closed on sundays you my okay. chick-fil-a so um this we haven't had sponsored by Kanye not either. at all We haven't had no number ones with a lemonade. That's right. Um, But God is good, and we're so glad that you're here. And we're excited today because we're going to talk about resting in the Lord. Yes. And Sarah and I were talking about, you know, what are we going to talk about on the podcast? And this topic really came to mind because it's honestly the season that I'm in right now, where I recognize that at one point, like I just said, we've been so busy, we haven't been on our normal schedule that we practically had for two years. There's a lot of stuff going on in our lives. Mm -hmm. And I find myself feeling very, I guess, guilty. And um, I don't want to say it like I'm not shamed or shunned by anybody. But I'm just like, gosh, you know, a year ago, six months ago, you know, whenever I was doing so much better with like every morning I had my, I guess, strict schedule that I was on with giving God the time and all the things. And the Lord's really been working on my heart is that just doing an action in its designated time doesn't mean that the heart behind it was always right. Yes. And that I can find rest in God without a strict schedule. Those script, I'm not judging strict schedules. They are very helpful, mm-hmm. but life isn't always the same. It changes quite literally daily. Yes. And that we can find rest in the moments when our time with God looks like us praying for while we're in the shower. I've been yes. there. Or sometimes it's just as simple as putting on worship music first thing when you wake up. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes it's me saying my prayers out loud instead of listening to music when I'm working out. Yeah, <laughs> at home, like some I don't know what it probably because like by the fifteenth rep I'm like Jesus take the wheel. Yes, but come
1: quickly, Lord.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's it's one of those things that um I think we can all talk about a little bit more, especially with us twenty somethings, thirty somethings, really just wherever you are in life that. We serve a God who's who will come to us, regardless yes. of how much time, regardless of the space, and meet us where we're at. Yes. And what what a blessing!
1: And that's today's episode. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> literally, that was so good, Liz. We forget that there is not just God and Jesus, but the Holy Spirit. Yes. And that that Spirit want like dwells within us and wants to be. Utilized mm-hmm. within us. Um, I love the verse that says, "Draw near to God, and He'll draw near to you." Yes. And I have found myself in this season, and actually, like for the past maybe two or three years, I don't know if anybody is ever in like a really busy season. And I hate the word busy. Like I used to be like so proud to be busy, right? like it was like it's this toxic. badge of honor,
0: mm-hmm. and it's
1: not. Um, If you're like me and you feel that way, I just read The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. I just stuttered Hurry by John Mark Comer. And it is completely transforming my views on rushing and being busy and packing my schedule. But so many seasons of my life, I have said... Okay, when I graduate high school I'll get to take a breather. Then you do, then you get to college. There's no breathers in college. No. Um, then you're like when I graduate college, you know, and go into the workforce.
0: Yeah.
1: I'll have a, you know, eight to five job or nine to five job and then I'll come home and get to relax. No, that's like your time is always going to be filled, especially if you're someone like me. I love to fill my time. Yes. So like this week I I'm calling it my social extravaganza. I said yes to one of my friends every single night this week.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> and poor Hunter, he's like, so what are you doing this week? I'm like, everything. <laughs> and it's stuff that I want to do. Yes. And I knew that this week was going to be wide open because Hunter and I have been moving and and we knew that last week was going to be crazy. We knew that the week before was going to be crazy. And I knew that this week was going to kind of be my first week of quote unquote chill. Y'all, it's anything but chill. Yeah. So with all that being said, you will fill your time. Yep. And the thing is, I, I think that especially our generation, like I grew up going to church camps and in Bible studies, it was like. You know, the first 10 minutes of your day, give to God. Well, yes, that is so Mm. awesome and important. But also, I kind of just put that on my checklist. Like, okay, check, did my God time, and then it was over. And I'm like, that's not a godly lifestyle. Like, that's having God as a checkbox on my day. But if y'all know anything about Chosen Girl and our message here, it's about, like, adding God to every checkbox on your day. Yes. And I'm not talking about Bible thumping while you're at work. I'm talking about, you know, I love that verse, pray without ceasing. Yes. Because if you ask the Lord, like, hey, please make yourself yourself evident throughout the day. He'll do it. Let me remember to be aware of your Holy Spirit throughout the day. Yeah. Like, there are times when I'll be sitting at my desktop and, and I'm like, Lord, be with this person today. Like, I'll think of a person or I'll think of a situation in my own life. And I'm like, God, just help me release that to you. Like, or this morning, don't know if there's any other overthinkers out there, but I woke up anxious for quote-unquote no reason. There's so many reasons, but mm-hmm. it seemed like there was no reason for me to be particularly anxious this morning. Yeah, And I was like, Lord, whatever's going on, I give it to you. Like, Amen. with work, like, I, I... Face some anxiety with some customer emails today lord help us in customer service um that was literally a prayer (laughs) like like i have prayed before lord please let there not be any rude customer service messages today and if there are let me handle them with grace and wisdom so like god doesn't want to be just a chocolate chip in the cookie he is like the breading that holds all the other chocolate chips together um brought Brought to you by Liz, like <laughs> metaphor brought to you by Liz Sanders, uh, chosen girl 1.0. But uh, yes, so we're gonna kind of talk about like what that balance looks like today. Yeah, we're gonna kind of go to an Old Testament example of Moses mm-hmm. and look. At, which who would have thought we'd be talking about like rest and balance when we like we'd be talking about Moses when we're talking right. about rest and balance, we're talking about forty but
0: years in the desert.
1: Yes. But uh, I was listening to a different podcast today with Christy Wright on it. It was it was our friend Georgia Brown's podcast, yeah. Faith and Friends. Hey, Georgia. We love you, girl. Yes, Thank girl. you for listening. Um, but anyway, Christy was talking about her new book. I can't remember what it's called. But she was talking about how balance is something like we can't necessarily put a definition on it, what yeah. that looks like in our personal lives. But it's something that we know when we don't have it.
0: So true.
1: <laughs> so this episode is not a get up earlier and spend time with God. Yes. Is it great to get up early and spend is. special time with God? Absolutely. Everybody needs a quiet time, reflection yes. time. But we're also not here for the shame that comes if you miss that. We just don't don't want you guys to miss the forest for the trees per se of thinking, Oh, I had my time on the Bible app this morning, ten minutes, time's up. I'm gonna go about the rest of my day without God. Uh-huh. Like That's not it. Like, yeah, have your ten minutes, but then let that carry you throughout the day. Um, Listen, I kind of have been using the metaphor between our relationship with God, kind of like with husband and wife, but not in a weird, sick, twisted way. We are the bride of Christ. Yeah, this is church. But when I'm with my husband, I don't say, "Okay, Hunter, it's been ten minutes of us talking intentionally." Yep, you're like, "We're done." You later, (laughs) like. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm done talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> you're like, okay, you are actually done. Yes. But <laughs> I'm totally joking. If y'all know me and my husband, we our sense of humor is the best. Weird.
0: It's okay. I'll claim you. <laughs> I, Thanks, I, I girl. claim you in every season. Thanks, girl. But, but you're right. It's not
1: that way. Like I don't do that when I'm on the phone with you, Liz. Like, yeah. Okay, Liz, our time is up. Thank you for ten minutes. It's,
0: yeah, it's not like a paid I therapy guess we're session now. Yeah, yeah, but it's just, it's building that relationship, and it's and it's so much. It doesn't have to be one dimensional. Yes, and even though that dimen- that one dimension was like the first step, it's not the end of it all. Absolutely. So, I forgot what we had. Oh
1: yeah, we've got a couple of verses just yes. to start us out. That's right. I was like, I forgot what we had first in the outline. Hello. No, it's all good. So. The first couple of predominant scriptures when we are looking for rest in the Bible is Jesus himself, himself speaking in Matthew eleven twenty eight mm-hmm. through 30. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. I need some rest for my soul, Lord. Amen. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I think that this is almost the opposite of, like, Christian hustle culture, where it's, like, do more so you can be more, so you can achieve more. Like, it's it's kind of along those lines of if you wake up earlier and you work really hard, like, you're going to be an A-plus Christian. Yeah. But Jesus is, like, just come to me. Yeah. Like, I do have things for you to do and things for you to accomplish, but you're going to find rest for your soul, and my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Yep. So I, for one, have really in the past complicated my faith with making it a checkbox and a part of a to-do list, <laughs> and I'm like, that's a heavy burden. Like, God's yeah. burden is light, so... I think that that's kind of the the telltale way of seeing is this toxic religion that I'm putting on myself Ooh. or is this true relationship that I'm seeking out with Jesus and the Holy Spirit? Because when I'm reading the Bible to further that relationship, yeah. it's a completely different reading experience. Yes, it is. And sometimes you may have to push through a few times of not wanting to read the Bible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's true. Yeah. like We can't just, you know... Never read because we never feel like or it. Or
0: skip over the parts that aren't as interesting. Right. You need the whole picture. Yes. Except for maybe Leviticus. <laughs> you're like, you're going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I going to jail. <laughs> like, like, I like you. Have a cupcake. He's like, and then, it's
1: like <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other verse that we um, really loved that spoke about rest is Psalm 91, 1 and 2. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I'll say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. So the word that I really love there that I feel like is such a similar theme between both of those verses is abiding. Yeah. Because it's not just like a visit to God. Like you're abiding. It's like dwelling. Dwelling.
0: Yes. It's like come and sit, have some coffee, some tea. a cookie. Yes. You want a blanket? Like Love that. <laughs> God is so hospitable, right? That's what it is. <laughs> yes.
1: So I think that, like, please don't, please don't take us the wrong way, guys. That like quiet times are bad. That's not true. No, but not it's at the all. heart behind it of keeping God with you at all times. It becoming a lifestyle and not just a part of your life.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm I'm prone to. I'm I love checklists, y'all. There's a checklist for, for everything. Yes. And it just wasn't. I realized when I got to that point, yes, I enjoyed the reading, but I was just, I was reading to get through it, Mm -hmm. not to, not to learn more about God's character, not just to, you know, uh, really absorb some of those things. And I, I know that there are passages in scripture that I have missed out on because I was almost like mindlessly reading it. Yes. And it's just like, okay, done for the day. But there's so much, when I look back, I'm like, which, which is better to spend, you know, 15 minutes mindlessly reading my Bible or to spend 15 minutes in prayer with God right. or to spend 15 minutes in true heartfelt worship to God.
1: We forget about worship when it comes to our time with God.
0: We do because I guess sometimes it, it feels, I guess the way, sometimes the way I see it, it occasionally can feel like selfish mm-hmm. or like I enjoy it. And so, or like sometimes it's just as simple as you singing your songs and you might do a dance, raise a hand, get on your knees, whatever. And you're praising God, but it's not the same. It doesn't give off the same vibe as reading your Bible. Yeah. One feels very exciting and engaging and the other one doesn't always feel engaging.
1: Well, think of how like person to person relationships are. Like there are some things to do with your friends or with your significant other that are more fun than others. Yeah. Or that may feel more enjoyable to you. Now, worship is obviously for us to show adoration and mm. respect and gratitude towards God. And that's what worship always does for me. Yes. Is it reminds me of how faithful God is. Yes. So I don't think we need to neglect that. Like, And sometimes it's, it's so funny how it if you just take the step to start,
0: Yeah,
1: how after some time it just flows. Like we were painting at our new house the other night. And it just came up across my mind. I was like, mm, I want to turn on some Maverick City, y'all. Maverick City, yes. g- we we gotta add them to our playlist. Like oh we haven't gosh, updated yes. the playlist in a few months. We've got to add them to the list. But I just turned it on. Just put it on shuffle. Some old church basement. And by the third song, there the words just started to kind of penetrate my mind and yes. my heart. And I was like i got teared up while painting I was like god you are so good mm-hmm. like thank you for this home thank yes. you for all that you're doing thank you oh my goodness i was thinking about where I was last year at this time and all that i was just going through yeah you know in my personal life and with with the pandemic and with just everything that god has brought you through uh, brought me through and i i was just like god I Thank you that I'm not where I was. Yes. Thank you that we're here. I never would have thought I'd be here. Yeah, I never would have dreamed in my wildest dreams that I would be where I am right now. And I'm so thankful.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's only by God's grace that only. we got through. And it was just so easy to thank him. And, and it changed the atmosphere of the room.
0: Yes, it will. Every time.
1: It, it completely changed. So I think that, that so, so often... We get so caught up in the rat race that is our life. I was actually texting a friend today, and she (laughs) joked, because we've been trying to meet up, and she was like, can you put me on your schedule for 2023? (laughs) And I was like, I'm so sorry. Again, I committed myself to too much this week, and I was like, no, I really do. We really miss you guys. We want to hang out. Like, please, let's get something on camera for uh, two weeks from now, and I'll fill up that week, too, y'all. And it's just, I said, I feel like it's a never-ending cycle. Yeah. Like, I may have a little, like, spell of rest, and I'm not talking about, like, just a bunch of self-care or vacation, but just kind of, like, nothing going on, and then... It's like I realize I'm resting, Mm -hmm. and then it gets into the rat race again. But the thing is, life is always going to happen. Always. There's always work. There's always relationships. There's always family. So it's like we're not looking for, like, a sleeping rest, even though sleeping is important. Jesus calls it rest for your soul. Yes. And, like, right now my soul is tired. Like, I am mentally, physically, spiritually drained right now. And so I've got to draw near so that I can find some rest for my soul
0: girl. Preach to us. Let's talk about Moses, girl. Yeah. So we're going to be reading out of um, Exodus 3. i me get it pulled up here. And I'm starting in verse 4, and I'm going to kind of slightly skip around and go to verse 12. But um, I'm reading out of the NIV today. But uh, verse 4, when the Lord saw that he had gone over to look... Oh, by the way, just to set this up. Um, Moses saw the burning bush, mm-hmm. and... He was like, when the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called um, to Moses from within the bush and said, like, Moses, Moses. And when I was reading this, I'd never taken a moment to like really think about this part, which is God knows us even when we don't know him. Yes. When we think about when you first come to be a believer and how God is working and toiling with your heart and calling you near and you don't even know who he is yet, but you know that there's something that is calling you. And that's what that really reminded me of is regardless of where we are, that we serve a God who recognizes us. Yes. Um, it's almost like who can, I, like I think to myself about those who may be visually impaired and, or maybe blind and how they've never seen their own face and they've never seen the face of someone else's, but someone else can recognize them. Yes and they can hear a voice and they can recognize that voice yes and how so often that that we find ourselves in this very similar situation um but also that whenever moses also accepted um the invitation to be acknowledged because in the next verse he says um he says here oh excuse me still in verse four he says here i am and it kind of made honestly side story made me think about my little cousin we call him Chunky, um, but he would come and spend summers with us um, when he was about five years old. And every time we'd call for him, like Chunky, come eat dinner, his all his response always was, "Here I come, here I come." I don't know mm-hmm. where that came where that came That's from. So sweet. It was so sweet. But Moses is like, "Here I am," and he's saying, "I accept God. I know that you see me, mm-hmm. and I don't know who you are right now for the moment." He's like, there's "Something going on." But I want you to acknowledge me back. Yes. And in verse 5, um, it says, You're standing on, don't come any closer, take off your sandals, for the place you're standing is holy ground. And then he said, I am the father, God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And at this, Moses hid his face um, because he was afraid to look at God. But he said, You're standing on holy ground. Take your sandals off. And that made me think of how often do we come with our sandals off? When we enter Holy ground. Yeah. We serve a God that is three in one and can meet us anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I'm saying you can't come with your dirty, you know, like your dirty sandals or you can't come that you have to change who you are, but it's really that heart posture. It's kind of like letting our guard down. It is letting your guard down. It's like, how do you, how do you get rid of that? um Of the pride that you may be carrying and put on that humility and the reverence and just taking, taking the moment to get your heart in the right space to spend time with God.
1: Well, it's also so important that we don't forget how holy God is. Yes. And how he is to be respected. And that's not some kind of like legalistic, like some kind of, ooh, God is so scary. But like y'all, he is the God of the universe. He is sovereign. He is worthy to be praised. Yes. the Alpha and Omega, he created the moon, the stars, the galaxies. With the, with, with the words. Literally, he created man with a breath. Yes. And he is so worthy of mm-hmm. honor. And I think that that I'm guilty of, which God also sent Jesus so that we can have a relationship. Right. And him be accessible. Uh-huh. So that, we got to hold both in each hand. Right. S- but often I only hold the more like, Hey, God, like, you know, pray for me or be with me about this, this, this. And I treat it more like a genie than like the sovereign God that he really, yeah. truly is. And thinking about that also reminds me of how much I can trust him and how much pride I need to let down. But also what an honor it would be for him to use me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it it, it does. A, it's multifaceted when we yes. realize the majesty and
0: sovereignty of God. Exactly. And, and we should even when we are in the moment of seeking rest it's so important that we are that we're doing just that um if we go down to verse six um you'll see that he says then he said i am oh i already read that part i'm the god of your father and he says hey this is who i am you've mm-hmm. been hearing this voice you said you want to be acknowledged i'm telling you who i am and those first three verses um in my eyes are kind of like pre- preparation so God called out to Moses and he says, yes, acknowledge me back. He said he's preparing himself by taking off his sandals. And then he's he's acknowledging God because God has announced himself. And we can do the same thing. But the next um, about four or five verses really feel more like the promise of what happens when we prepare ourselves to go into that rest. Yes. And so in verse 7... The Lord said, I have indeed seen the people, um, seen the misery of my people in Egypt, and I've heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I'm concerned about their suffering. And of course, I know that God cares for us. He knows the number of hairs on our head. Mm -hmm. But there, we've always, we've all been in a moment where it's like, God, do you really hear me? I am struggling. Yes. God, (laughs) I need, I need a sign. I need you to show, show me that you are here, that I'm not alone. And that's what he's saying in that moment. Um, And then we go down to verse eight. He said, so I've come down to rescue them from the hands of the Egyptians and bring them up out of the land into a good spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, uh, the I don't know if I said that correctly. All the people. Yes. And so y'all, all all the ites, (laughs) (laughs) but he's, so not only did he say, I hear you in the, in your suffering, and even if it's not in your time, God sees you and he has a plan and you're not suffering in vain or you're not struggling in vain, whatever season you're in. Yes. But then he says, I'm going to, I have a better place for you. This is not what I want for you. If you wow. will be patient, patient, follow, just, you know, do be obedient. Yes. Be patient with me. I've great things are coming for you. Um, and then I'm going to skip down just a little bit. Um, to verse eleven, and he just he just says a little bit about you know telling Moses to go to Pharaoh, and Moses said to God, "Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring out the Israelites out of Egypt?" And in that moment, Moses says, "Who am I? And you want me to go to Pharaoh? Like, what authority do I have?" And when we think about the promises, you are you, you know the next verse he says, "Yo," or a little bit down he says, "I am." God says to Moses in verse 14, I am who I am. You tell him I am has sent me to you. Yes. And so when I'm thinking about the the promises, he said you are not by yourself. You're not going into the wilderness on your own with your own accord, with your own power, with your own demands. You're going because I sent you. Yes. And it's kind of like one of those I remember when I was a little kid and I I mean up until I was a grown adult, my dad would say something. He'd be like, tell the boys, da, 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 And I'd come back and they would say, no, he didn't, or they wouldn't do it. And dad <laughs> would send me back cause I'm the youngest of five. I'm the gopher. And he would say, tell them daddy said that, da, you uh-huh. know, whatever it was, it has got was that different. stamp of daddy put, on it. Yes. Put that respect on it. And so when we're looking at what God has promised Moses in this moment, and I think that it's very clear that these things still apply to us today, that, even if it's, you know, whatever's happening, that God hears your concerns, that He has, He wants better for you than what the world tries to sell you, and that He's going to send you and He's going to use you if you will be obedient and if you'll follow Him. And then in verse 12, He says, I will be with you when you are delivered. I mean, you'll worship on, you'll worship God on this mountain. He says, I'm not going to forsake you. I'm not sending you by yourself. Like that moment when you're standing in the grocery line, you know, waiting with your mom (laughs) and your mom says, go get some bread. I've never had such panic in my life. Same. Or, or when she leaves you and goes to get the bread either, either way. I'm like, I get there. I was like, what kind of bread? Oh, wait, what What brand was it again? Yes. Like, what if I can't reach it? Or when you're standing in line, you're like, mom, where are you? I don't have any yes. money. And you're holding up the line. <laughs> and it's, you know, there's always a line behind for you. For real, for real. And it's so stressful. But God said, I will be with you. So and even in the moments when it's so stressful and we're trying to figure it all out, he said, hey, I'm going to deliver you from this. And then he told them, you will worship God on this mountain. He says, this is where you will come back to rest. Yes. This is the end place for you. And so these promises that he has given to Moses, I just, my heart can't get over. Because how many times do we need to say to ourselves that, yes, God, I know that you hear me. I'm still crying to you because I'm tired. Yes. I'm hurting. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I'm, I'm sad. I don't know. I feel lost. I don't yes. feel seen. There's all the things. And we and from those moments of course we don't need rest from happy moments we need rest rest from the sad moments and he said hey i want something better for you this is what i'm calling you to do to to get you to this point to get you to that point where you feel rested or you know sometimes it it does call for us to to do something to have an action of our own we can't just be like god i'm going to keep doing the same things i've been doing and i need you to help me get rest in that yes
1: well, you know what's interesting? How we're talking about rest and we're talking about coming to God for rest. Yet God has assignment for each of us. Yeah. And the thing is, that sounds like doing more, right? Like if we go to God, but he has stuff for Him for us to do or to accomplish or to be, then we're like, crap, that's more stuff to do. Yeah. But there's a difference. We have this hustle culture in 2021 that tells us to do more be more perform more yeah yet when we're doing that dependent of our own strength it will never be satisfactory true but when which we're all looking for purpose guys like i feel like that's the number one thing that our generation is seeking out with our jobs with what we do with our hobbies with our families and And with traveling and with, you know, whatever, we're searching for our purpose. We're trying to find meaning behind all of this. Yes. And the thing is, if we're doing it out of our own strength, that is a well that will very
0: quickly run 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 dry dry.
1: and a flame that's going to quickly burn out. Sure will. Because I have been there Uh and my strength is not satisfactory. Not even close. Nope. Like, not even close. And I can always feel when I'm running on empty. Yeah. I can always feel it. And that's usually the things that I have put on myself. Yes. And not the things that God's like, here, I want you to do this. Because Liz and I in our lives, y'all know when it's something like people are like, how do you know when it's something God wants you to do? If you are walking in step with the spirit and you feel that the Lord's like, you need to make this decision. This is the direction I want you to go. And it's never it's never been an audible voice to me. It's never been like this thundering clap from heaven. It's been like this still little whisper to my heart that is just like out of nowhere. And I'm like, Lord, what
0: did you, you just say? It's not it's like it's not your it's not your voice or it's not
1: It's not in my It's head. not your own thinking. Yes.
0: Because your 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 own brain wants what's easy, wants what's good, wants exactly. what's fun. Exactly. But it's like the Holy Spirit wants what's right.
1: Yes. So it's almost like, I think of it kind of like, <laughs> this is so, if this is disrespectful, I'm so sorry. But like, I think of all the businesses that have made it big on Shark Tank. Yeah. And I'm not talking about money here. I'm just talking about dreams, ideas, plans from that standpoint. So many things have been made possible in the entrepreneurial realm because mm-hmm. of sharks having their endorsement on a particular brand
0: or yep. product. Mm-hmm.
1: And they could not do it with their own resources, time, right. energy, money, mm-hmm. um, business ideas, expertise, all kinds of stuff, capital, stock, whatever warehouses like that's why people go to shark tank is to find a shark now i'm not saying that god is a shark or that god is going to give you lots of financial prosperity and wealth like that is not this message but i'm saying my plans endorsed by me most of the time they don't work now some of them i feel like it doesn't matter like my plan to learn how to tap dance or like that's not (laughs) that's not an eternity decision that's not a kingdom decision but i know when i have not moved or when i've moved outside of god's will what yeah. i like outside of what i knew I, what i was supposed to do mm-hmm. and it didn't
0: work yeah
1: and so it's amazing that we find true rest when we go to him because then our actions have his stamp of energy of yeah. resources of peace yeah. peace is a huge one.
0: Oh my gosh and
1: because if how many of you guys and i can't hear you say amen or raise your hand but you've been in such a weird time in your life and it's in from the outside looking in you're like i don't see how i'm doing this yep yeah but you know you're where god is is you know you're supposed to be where you are because god's in it yep and I feel like that that's the beauty of grace. Like, mm-hmm. he gives you what you need to do his will and his perfect plan. Every time. And therefore, you find rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, please still don't be like me. Time, manage your time well. Like, I'm working on that, guys. Like It's a struggle. It's an ongoing thing. That's completely different. But we're talking about, like, when you're weary in life.
0: Yes. That's the kind of tired we're talking about right now. It's you're, you're so right. I'm so glad that you brought that up about how you can find rest in God by doing what he's called you to do. Yes. And I think, I think another thing too, is that that can almost be a calling card for you not being in the right space. Yes. It doesn't mean that you, you know, if you're tired, if you're tired because you had a crazy day at work does not mean that you're not where God has called you to be. That's right.
1: There's a, there's a difference between being burnt out and being happily
0: exhausted. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes, there is a very big difference. But sometimes when when you come back and you are repeatedly just drained, you know, one of the things I didn't realize is that when we continue to say yes to the things that we aren't supposed to be saying yes to, and it drains us, that means sometimes we have to say no to the things that God is actually calling yes, us to. Yes, amen. Amen. It's like, I I don't know, Sarah, I know you've had this moment too. When you made plans forever ago— and then suddenly something happens the day of and you would like to do something else more, but yes. you know, you promise somebody else you do something. That's right. I know that sounds terrible, but we've all been there before. Yes, it don't sound terrible. Like I told, I told my, my friend's mom's cousin that I'd go to her grandson's football game. Yes. And we had been talking all day about it, but. And it is so
1: important how we budget out our time. It is. It's so important. But time is finite. Like it's not like we have 24 hours in one day mm-hmm. and yes we have to go to work we unless you know if you if you want to make a sizable donation to my life right now go right ahead and i won't have to go work anymore but (laughs) 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 donors welcome (laughs) um but there there are things that we still have to do there's life to be lived but there's also something to be said for being just so tired of it all yeah And I'm not talking about like, I'm so tired because I worked eight hours today and I had to deal with a bunch of emails today and, you know, somebody called out sick and blah, blah, blah. Like, not that kind of tired. Like, you're just tired. Yeah. (laughs) And it's really funny. One of the verses that when I was researching rest today, um, Hebrews 3 and 4 is talking about resting in him. Yes. And it refers back to Moses. Mm -hmm. And it talks about how, the Israelite people were called by God. You know, Moses led them out of bondage, mm-hmm. but then they were disobedient. Right. And they wondered in the wilderness for 40 years. I mean, think of how many generations passed between 40 years, the people that were already old at that point, the new lives that were being born while in the wilderness. And God had a promise for them, but they opted out by their disobedience. So this is kind of, if you want to go back and read Hebrews three and Mm four, it's such a good, like little mini uh, way of relating Moses to us today and it says in uh, chapter 4 verses 1 through 3 this is in the message version for as long then as that promise of resting in him pulls us to God's goal for us we need to be careful that we're not disqualified we receive the same promises as those people in the wilderness but the promises didn't do them a bit of good because they didn't receive the promises with faith. Yeah. If we believe, though, we'll experience that state of resting. But if we don't have, but it, but not if we don't have faith. Um. And so then it goes on to talk about how God said they will never get where they're going, the Israeli people, and they'll never be able to sit down and rest because they opted out of the promise yeah. that God gave them. That makes me cringe. It, yeah. And and it talks about how God held up his end of the promise. Like He, mm-hmm. the rest Every was time. there for them. The land of milk and honey, yep. the promised land that they were promised ancestors and ans- like generations was there waiting for them. But they deliberately disobeyed God. Yeah. And so they didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And that's not God being mean, but it had to like, it had to be one it, it was a step of yeah. progression that they needed to follow God. That's almost like, you know, people can call God harsh, but if you're following a leader and you choose to go down a different path, then you're no longer following the leader. No. So you and if you get, get
0: lost, it's not the leader's it's fault. It's not the leader's fault.
1: So why would we be blaming God when we go down a different path? I'm talking to myself. Ooh, so Preach I love me. how that, that um, chapter ends. By saying, it's still a live promise. Yeah. There is still an the promise of arrival and rest for us. Daily. Yes. And... Y'all, the message version we bring the heat. It says, God means what he says, and what he says goes. His powerful word is as sharp as a surgeon's scalpel, cutting through everything, whether doubt or defense, laying us open to listen and obey. Nothing or no one can resist God's word. We can't get away from it, no matter what. Verses 14 through 16 says, Now that we know what we have Jesus, this great high priest with ready access to God, let us not let it slip it through slip through our fingers. We don't have a priest who is out of touch with our reality. He's, Jesus, been through weakness and testing. He's experienced it all, all but sin. So let's walk right up to him and get what he's ready to give. Mm. Take the mercy and accept the help. Yeah. So it's like he's here. Yes. With rest and mercy and help.
0: If we accept it.
1: And... Back then the person who was like their liaison to God was their high priest. Right. And they had to step into this room called the Holy of Holies mm-hmm. so that they could the the priest was the only one who could go there and that's where the Holy Spirit resided. Well now y'all that's within us. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to have a high priest. Jesus was the high priest. Woo! I'm getting yeah. chills up in here. For real. Who stood between us and God mm-hmm. to make a bridge so that we could have ready access to God whenever we want to. And that's why accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior is so important because he became sin who knew no sin so that we may become mm-hmm. the righteousness of God and be seen as righteous in God's eyes so that we can go directly exactly. to him. Not only so that we could go directly to him, but so he could draw near to us. Yes.
0: The veil was Cause torn. Because God and
1: sin don't mojo. Mm-hmm. So that's in the Bible, the word mojo. Um, so it's saying y'all, the gift, let's walk right up to him and get what he's so ready to give. yeah, so it's almost like we're doing it to ourselves
0: oftentimes.
1: So Liz, to sum up, barriers to crush to help us rest in God, oh let's talk gosh. about them. The first one's trust, yes,
0: just just the trusting trusting in God. Not trusting in God is a it's a barrier. Yes. Obviously, number one.
1: Well, you won't rest in someone you don't trust.
0: Exactly. Like
1: think of a trust fall. Like you're not gonna like put your weight on yeah. them if you don't trust them. Perfect
0: example. Yeah. Um saying yes to God, um, or like here I am, showing up. Not sorry, I'm I'm I wrote them in the opposite way. So I was like, I This is what too. you need to do. But not should not coming with it with an open heart not um with with a prepared part heart with the right posture
1: yeah
0: not coming ready and if you listen to our episode earlier this season coming correct not coming correct to god is a barrier that'll keep you from finding rest because i always like to say that it's easy for god to bless a grateful heart
1: yeah well, and along with that goes obedience. Like, look at what totally. disobedience did
0: mm-hmm.
1: for the Israelite people. And I think that that word obedience makes our generation cringe, like God is some kind of principle or rule right maker. But the thing is, like, we know literally from trial and error in the way that the world works, even with gravity. Yeah. If you There are laws to things. Yeah. Such as gravity. Yeah. <laughs> And if you break them, you do get hurt. There are consequences. So it's not that, like, gravity is some mean, evil, d- invisible force out to get us. It's just the way that it is. Yeah. And if you jump out of a tree, you are going to, like, fall and break you, your leg. Yeah, you're going to fall. So there's a way to not do that. Yep. No, <laughs> you're right. You're right. I hope that makes sense. But I don't like the word obeying either, but I also know it's not this submissive power struggle that God has wanting us to just obey for sake of obeying. It's more of a loving convicting urge to like, there's a better way guys. Like,
0: you know, someone once told me, they're like, when, whenever you don't obey God or you're disobedient to God, it is like, you are saying that, you know, better than he does because you're like, God, I know that this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I've been told to do, but, I don't want to do that. I want to do this because this is more fun. Mm-hmm. And you're essentially saying with your actions that this is, that I know better. This is what I need to be doing and not what he said.
1: Well, it's kind of like, have you ever had a friend come to you with advice on something <laughs> that you, you have personally gone through? And yeah. I know no one can ever know how anyone truly ever feels. True. Very true. But I love how God sent Jesus. One of the many reasons that I love is because Jesus was a human and he can relate to how he felt. Yeah. He experienced loss and grief. Yeah. And, being isolated, being made fun of, being ridiculed to the nth degree. And so he truly knows how we feel on so many emotional levels. But recently, I had somebody ask me for advice on something that I had literally been through, almost an identical situation. And so not that I know all, but I do know a little bit about how to navigate that situation. And so I gave my advice, and I was like, this is what I would do that I would have done differently if I could have a do-over. Um, this will help you in the long run. This uh-huh. will help you not get hurt. This will help that person not get hurt. It's a win-win. Yeah. They went and did the exact opposite.
0: Yeah.
1: And then they came back to me and told me how hurt they were and the other parties involved were. Yeah. And I did not say I told you so because I ain't going to be that person. Right. But also I'm like, uh, excuse me. Uh,
0: It's almost like, why did you ask?
1: Don't you wish somebody would have told you? Oh, wait, I did. (laughs) Seriously, again, I'm not like, I have so much more wisdom to gain in the world. But that's kind of how, like, God is sovereign. He knows everything.
0: Literally spoke the world into existence. I think he knows what's best.
1: Right. I think he knows how it works. So.
0: What's number three?
1: um, I have uh, pride realizing when you're standing on holy ground. Yeah. We got to be humble, y'all.
0: It's like. It's like a cloak. You got to take it off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's so funny because pride literally won't cost you anything, you know. To get rid of it doesn't really cost you much. But mm-hmm. the pride itself won't even cost you an arm, a leg, your firstborn child or anything. <laughs> and but it
1: can cost you everything. It
0: can cost you everything. And yet we still don't want to give it up. Yeah. It doesn't cost anything. And that's why I'm, I'm, like, I'm very thankful for the weird family dynamic I grew up with, like, with my mm-hmm. siblings. Because... I would they'll be arguing about something and I'll either say you know it's okay we don't have to agree or I'm wrong you're right and that they're always especially my brother that loves to argue is always surprised and I'm just like yeah you're right we don't have to keep arguing you proved your point and you're right yes. and he's always just like but I, he came prepared yeah. to fight and I'm like you don't have to and so i think in the same way that when we're preparing our heart to be on holy ground that we're taking off that pride and we're coming ready for to with open hands ready to accept the blessings or sometimes the criticism the honesty the truth you know the gifts that god has for us um we are we will always be more blessed than if we hadn't removed our pride first
1: yes the last one we have is putting God in a box because He is too big for any container. Yeah. So don't condense Him down to five minutes in your day when yeah. He wants to have fellowship with you throughout the day. And that's not, you know, being weird about it. Like, I mean, you don't have to be weird about it with other people. It's just having an awareness of, of God throughout your day, asking Him for help, asking Him to show you things and reveal things to you, and just having. Kind of Having fellowship,
0: yeah, it makes me think of the quote from um, Dirty Dancing: "No one puts baby in a corner." <laughs> I'm Like, don't put God in a box. Yeah, God don't is put God in the corner. God is—he's so, so good. Yes. What I mean, if you if you just take a moment to say, "God, wow," I thank you for the smallest things to the biggest things in your life, for the breath that you're breathing, to the car that you mm-hmm. may be driving, or the food that you're eating, you begin. To realize how great and how grand God is. Yes. And how small the problems that we think are problems really are.
1: Well, you know what's something that I noticed about God from Scripture? This is not a Scripture itself, but you hear the term in kind of Christian culture that God is a gentleman. Yeah. And it really is true because, one, the verse says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Yeah. He is not pushing himself on you. Yeah. And the other verse, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Yes. So he's not pushing the door down. So that tells me God comes where he's invited.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love the verse too. This is a perfect example where two, three are gathered together in his name. Amen. He's there. So God is not going to invade your time. He wants to be invited yep, into so invite your time. Him. So if you're condensing him down to five minutes a day, like, yeah, you'll feel him in those five minutes, but why wouldn't you want so much more? And I'm yes. not talking about reading your Bible all day. I'm talking about having continued fellowship with him all day. Yes. While you're at work, while you're with your friends, having including God in your conversations with your friends, with your spouse. And that does not have to be the topic of every conversation, but just having an awareness and a thankful, humble, gratitude posture Yes. that remembers God through your day. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. I ain't
1: got nothing to say. Think of how different our lives would be. I'm preaching to myself, y'all. Girl, come on. So, that's that. That's good. Yes. That's the, that's the gospel truth. <laughs> but, <laughs> and y'all, next week, we're going to be talking about social media and how it can hurt or help your faith. Yep. And just kind of the warning signs of that. So... I think that it's just really important right now that we seek God and seek truth in that. Amen. And I think that it's such a gracious gift that that we are promised rest when we come to Him.
0: Yes. Thank you, Lord. Because I we need a break, Lord. Praise. Yes, Whiz we do. This
1: world's tiring. <laughs> but anyway, guys, thank y'all so much for listening. Always, we didn't have any chosen girl mail today.
0: Nope, we didn't have a chosen girl mail. But I do want to remind you if you enjoy listening to our podcast. Please don't forget to go to wherever you listen and give us a rating, leave us some feedback. And if you have any ideas for upcoming podcast episodes or things you want to hear about, drop us a DM on Instagram, reach out, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, we really do
1: love hearing from y'all and thank y'all for always supporting us and loving on us. We do not do this for the ego boost or for, um, the numbers or any other selfish reason. We do it because one, the Lord told us to, uh, at least for right now, And two, we love y'all. So thank you for listening. And welcome to the new countries. We haven't talked about this, Liz. We've got a couple new countries. (gasps) I can't remember. Whoa. But hello to our Chosen Girl, International Chosen Girls. That's right. I love. We love We love to see it. But y'all have a great week, and we will see you back here next week as we talk about toxic social media. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. that's it for today fam thank you so much for listening and make sure
0: to rate and subscribe and don't forget to visit us on instagram at chosen girls movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources and meet us back here next tuesday